The mainstream media loves to shy away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat Podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Caltech Innovation is back to back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent pending 15 round extended magazine. Now, other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full. Fully adjustable rear. That all comes standard. It's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns. The P15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling, while the all-metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel. The P15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world. See the new 9mm P15 first, up close and personal, at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Now, I like outlaw country, and I like legit old bluegrass and, like, old blues and stuff. I Some of these people that are in country today, like this one chick, I didn't even know her. Like, I like old blues. I Yeah, this, I had to look her up. Cassidy Pope. She has a George Carlin name, spelling of a lady's name. Cassidy Pope. I know who this broad is. Uh... But I like, you know, I like outlaw country. I like old, legit blues like Skip James, um, really good bluegrass. I don't, I'm not a big, I'm not really big into pop country. If you have to have a million other Nashville songwriters to work one track for you, chances are I'm probably not going to be digging it. I'm not, well, I mean, it's just not my, not my, not my jam. So he was, <laughs> he sent this to me. I, I, and I know of Jason Aldean, him, him and his wife. They came under fire. Brittany Aldean was said to have posted a transphobic joke on Instagram. Now, this is how I first see it being described. And I'm looking at this like, wow, what did she say that was so bad? You know, when someone says transphobic, I think these people, some of these people who say this, I think they are heterophobic, but whatever. And they are. It's heterophobia. So they... The rage mob was going after her. She didn't even actually say, she actually didn't say anything. She was doing this video. She does makeup and stuff too. I don't know. I don't follow all this stuff. You guys know I'm like allergic to influencer stuff. And she was doing this video and she had a song playing and all, you know, you can post type, you know, like something typewritten on Instagram in a story. You can just like create it and type it out on the screen. All she said was, uh, I'm glad my parents didn't transition me just because I was a tomboy. You know, I like, you know, something about being a girly girl. I don't know. That's it. And where's the where's the controversy? This thirsty broad, Marin Morris, whose name really should be Karen. She gets all mad because I guess she's sitting around in her PJs scrolling through Instagram, obsessing over Brittany Aldean. Brittany Aldean didn't tag nobody in this. In order to see this video, you got to be actually hitting the thing. You got to go up to the stories and hit it to see it. You have to do a couple of things in order to willfully involve yourself in this narrative, right? So she goes and she clicks the story and she sees Brittany Aldean say this and she loses her ever-loving mind. Now, most people, like us, 
When we see something with which we disagree online, what do we do? We're normal people, are we not? We're normal folks. We just scroll on by. I have a couple of really good friends who are super far left to the point where I'm like, the hell are you talking about? Repeatedly, routinely throughout the day. But they're, I, I put their politics aside because I've known them for a long time. And they're sweet people, even though they're wrong on literally everything except being friends with me. And they understand that friendship takes precedent over politics. And it's very rare. And I don't write people off just because they're politics. You got to be a jerk and then I write you off. I'll do something to you, then I'll write you off. So she's like, most people, you know, we, we, we just scroll past. We see something. A family member says something stupid on Facebook. Some nobody that we don't even know says something on Instagram. We scroll on past. But not Marin Morris. She is so desperate to try to cement herself as like Miranda Lambert 2.0, which girl, you will never be, that she wants to pick a fight with everybody. Now, here's my rule of mean girls. There is always a meaner girl. And I'm her. (laughs) So Brian sends me this. I'm like, Jiminy Christmas, man. You know that this is like catnip, right? Like, I have to hold myself back because I immediately want to rip off a shoe and just like, let's settle this Ozark style, right? So she goes after Brittany Aldean. She's like, oh, insurrection, Barbie, you transphobic, calling her names, called her insurrection, Barbie. Why? Because she's cuter than you? I mean, like what? And then some chick named Cassidy Pope. I know nothing about this broad. So I went, I looked her up. She, she is sort of a great value version of pop punk and she wants to do some country stuff and they're trying to do, she was trying to do a rip off the highwaymen and, and with the exception of Brandy Carlisle, who I'm sure totally disagrees with me and I don't even care, uh, is that, that's the only talent in the group of people that they're assembling. But anyway, she gets in it. She's going back and forth, and they're going to town on on Brittany Aldine, transphobic, and and I mean, you know, just a bunch of put your clips in and all this stuff because she apparently she has hair extensions. I don't even know how that works. So it was just really nasty. And so now there's this whole thing. She's transphobic. Her husband said something like, "Yeah, I'm glad she didn't transition either." And then Marin Morin's hus- husband is that her name? Morris, whatever the Karen's name is. Can I just call her Karen? I mean, it's annoying. Whatever this broad's husband, whoever the hell he is, he came out from under the sofa and decided he's going to start getting in on it, too. And so they're all fighting because his busybody Karen of a wife is so obsessed with making sure that everyone appreciates where she is at all times that she just could not scroll on by. It's not transphobic, but you are actually being a bitch. That's what you're doing when you're going off like this. That's exactly what you're doing. And I think that's worse than anything Brittany Aldine, Brittany Aldine has said. I mean, I was watching this and it made me embarrassed as a woman. I'm like, you're supposed to be a grown woman and you're doing this on social media. Oh, I said what I said. I'm in Dallas. Come at me.
Ammo is expensive and in short supply. Did you know that you can train without ammunition at your home using the Mantis X? All the best shooters in the world do a significant portion of their training with dry fire practice at home. The Mantis X firearms training system is a no ammo, all electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your own firearm like a like a weapon light and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. The Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, Army, and Special Forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. And the Mantis X can improve your shooting dramatically, and it's a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you should also be able to act on your Second Amendment responsibility and be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Supreme Court rejects 14th Amendment arguments for kicking Trump off the ballot. The Biden administration admits secretly flying 320,000 illegals into the country last year, and some unhinged never-Trumpers want to ruin the lives of people seeking a no-labels third-party candidate. I'm Greg Corumbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and hopefully a lot of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So the Biden administration is injecting... Oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to read this headline, Kane. Not without being a total... I can't, man. I'm going to have to be baby-stepped through this. The Biden administration is injecting $11 million into monkeypox vaccine production because other people couldn't stop injecting other places to stop the transmission of monkeypox. What? It's true, though. Where's the lie? The Department of Health and Human Services, 11 million taxpayer dollars. That's nice. To limit the spread. You know how else you limit the spread? Yeah. Yeah? Let me explain it. (laughs) I'm just, I'm like, this is so obvious and stupid. Why is this? Oh my gosh, people. Why did my head keep burning? Because you're touching a hot stove. Can you come up with a vaccine for me to not touch the hot stove? Or you can just not touch it. I mean, that's also an option. <sighs> Trump's Mar-a-Lago documents apparently were already examined by the FBI, says, uh, says the Justice Department. They have a filter team. This is all a joke. It's the same dude who did the m- 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 Russia stuff who's handling this. So I just, but you know, and I have this coming up as well. They also took a bunch of uh, things that are actual, supposed to be lawyer, uh, client confidentiality. And a bunch of that ended up in the things that they took. That sounds illegal. I mean, I I didn't pass the bar, but I know a little bit enough that you can't illegally take my, you know what, guess that song. Uh, Let's see. Also, a Nebraska man shattered the world record. We should all aspire to be so great. This man carved out a new Guinness World Record by taking a 38-mile treacherous journey down the Missouri River in a hollowed-out pumpkin. 
proving my point once again that you can go and get a Guinness Book of World Record for anything just so long as you do it. So if you want to carve out a pumpkin and ride down the Missouri River, you can do that. So apparently it was the six, this guy's 60th birthday. That's what he wanted to do. He named his big giant uh, pumpkin Big Berta. And he said it was fraught with peril. The fruit took on water as passing boats sent waves in his direction. Yeah, that's kind of... Because you're in a melon. You're in. A, I mean, isn't it a gourd? Technically? Okay, yeah. These people need to learn their fruits. I mean, he barely has enough room to sit in there. But, I mean, it's impressive. I mean, I would have used it as a Halloween decoration. But, no, that's me. You can... This guy wanted to go... I mean, it's barely above the water. Barely above. And, last but not least... Libs of TikTok was suspended from Twitter in the wake of this uh, Children's National Hospital audio recording because of things that they actually said themselves and have on their website. So Libs of TikTok got suspended. We got that and more coming up. Stick with us. And they are planning in Texas a CRT takeover, a woke takeover of K-12 TEKS text social studies. Bunch of unelected progressive revisionists. Now, the State Board of Education is meeting about this now. Texas Education Agency. And you can actually, uh, it's it's been streaming all day. And I know people who are there uh, actually meeting with lawmakers. It is a real thing. That's, I'm more actually concerned about what the Texas Board of Education is doing today more than anything else. I mean, I was looking at some of this. The actual proposals that they have it's pretty wild they they're looking to incorporate this revisionist crt overall overhaul it includes requiring students k-12 through to learn a gender inequality index that's uh text seven subsection b presents it presents texas rangers as quote instruments of oppression that's for eighth grade text seven c uh, decrease instruction on in founder on founders and there's so much more they get into like or sexual orientation pronouns everything what does that have to do with education i mean that's the point it's i mean it 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 doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with education i was looking at some of the stuff that they that they that they had there's a, a big group of people going out there for this It's been going on since nine this morning. Social studies, all these different work groups trying to rewrite what these are. This is where parents got to plug in. You know, your local politics, that's the tip of the spear. That has nothing to do with education. Now, this is where Abbott and Patrick and Paxton can weigh in. The Board of Education has nine Republicans, six Democrats. There is no reason. All the six Democrats are going to band together on this. You know this. There's no reason at all whatsoever why. Why at all Republicans couldn't defeat this. So we'll see today. There are a bunch of people down there that are talking to lawmakers and uh, speaking before the Board of Education. But again, it has nothing to do, absolutely nothing to do with education at all whatsoever. And then there was this other thing. So in Texas, there's this, if, you know, the district had adopted, the district I live in, Carroll ISD, they adopted what they called In God We Trust. This, this, they 
they they have they've accepted these signs in fact patriot mobile one of the people one of the and i know them i guess why i call them people uh the company that's who i have my cell phone service with they've been handing out these signs because uh in texas you know you have a god we trust sign you can accept it and it's they're they're displayed in all the schools and there's certain requirements it was a law that was passed in 2021 and it schools just if they're privately donated schools have to display posters of this of the national motto and it's very specific so patriot mobile had donated one and then i was watching and there's video of uh, one of the parents that came up because there's a, a small group of progressives in the town where I live in and the guy who runs it's this old hateful guy who hates women and cyber stalks us all over damn town and um, has no kids <laughs> weird and he kind of heads it all and they had this one guy go up during the school board meeting to present their own in God we trust signs and they said, oh, these are donated by current and former district students. And one of them was it had God in the rainbow, but not like in the uh, Noah sense. And then it had headed in Arabic uh, in God we trust had one written in Arabic and it had one with the, the rainbow on it. Now, the law that was passed and you can you can have your opinion on the law. Because when you have public schools and law, I mean, I don't think it's any, I don't see any problem having the public motto in a school. I really don't. But the law, the way it was written, states that, you know, how you have to display it. You can't, like if Patriot Mobile were to make the T into a cross in God we trust, that wouldn't be acceptable. They wouldn't actually accept that. So you can't put God in rainbow font or anything, or a rainbow gradient in the font, nothing like that. Can't have it in Arabic. That's just that's the way it is. And and like I said, if the, if Patriot Mobile would have made the the T and trust as a cross, they would have not. Ex- I mean, I'm literally looking at the statute. So they people were mad, and the NBC affiliate WFAA did a bit, or sorry, ABC did a big piece on it. Oh, can you believe they didn't take these signs? Well, did you look at the law? I mean, have you looked at it? That's what it, if you don't like it, then change it. Right? If you don't like it, elections matter. If you don't like it, then change it. But that's the way it is. And they even had to go past their own. They had Patriot Mobile, who donated the sign to Carol ISD, even had to go and, and, and go by that law. So they couldn't, you know, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't even have it in a, in a couldn't put any color on it. They couldn't even do like red, white, and blue with the geo, with GOD or anything like that. They couldn't do that. I'm just, and so the people, they were having a big tantrum because, oh my gosh, it's so, look how uh, exclusionary it is. But yet it's not. Did you read the law? I mean, it also is applicable to the people who donated the sign and followed the law, followed the statute and the requirements and got it displayed. It's just crazy. Where does the radical left's beliefs on sex and gender come from? Pastor Alan Jackson explains. We had a sexual revolution, and then we implement birth control, which was going to eliminate unwanted pregnancy. There would be no unwanted pregnancies. There would be no abortion. Immorality doesn't, that's not how that plays. The further we came from a biblical view of sexuality, the higher the abortion rates come. Let's put it this way. They wanted orgasms without responsibility. Subscribe to Culture and Christianity, an Alan Jackson podcast on your favorite podcast app. 
Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Well, all right, I got to be quick with this. The Florida man bit and choked a relative over a toaster oven argument, say deputies. This is in Tampa. Flagler County deputies arrested a man Thursday who said they he allegedly tried to choke one of his relatives during a fight over a toaster oven. It started when Mr. Buckley is the guy's name, uh, knocked the victim over, punched him, bit him on the neck, wrapped his arm around the family member's throat to choke him. A female saw the fight, tried to break it up, and uh, she took a knife, stabbed him in the back to get him off. It all happened, of course, the Buckley guy's a known drug user, they said. It all happened because uh, of him apparently hogging the toaster oven. There's probably better ways to, you know, resolve this. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The mainstream media shies away from the simple questions with hard answers that we all need to hear. I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Every day on the No Chit Chat Podcast, I bring you the reality of what's going on in our government and around the country with no extra fluff. In my latest episodes, I lay out the blunt facts of what's going on in the District of Columbia, the way the media is misleading the public, and plans that political parties are making. Concise, comprehensible news is what America needs and deserves. I'm here to deliver. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Cartels are exploiting Indian reservations to get into America, and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border, and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. How much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.